Bring it. Hello once again, a huge welcome to Huge for Thought with me, Ben Simmons, and my as ever esteemed colleague, me, Martin Hill. We're both here, it would be weird if we both weren't, we've tried it individually, I think it's fair to say it's better when we're both here. It is, and I do like being esteemed. You're always uh, esteemed, yeah. I'm always esteemed, yeah. Esteemed yeah. and astounded. Do you like steamed vegetables? I, I do actually, yeah. I uh, I was told to. I always steam my vegetables now. Ever since a chat with our previous guest, Mister Gareth Evans, okay, uh, who told me the the health benefits. Uh, as always with Gareth, when you ask a question, I think I rag him once and says, "What's the what's the benefits?" Because steaming is a bit of a process than just chucking yeah. it in a pan and boiling. Sure, yeah. So I was like, so I think I rang him or I messaged him or something, and then he rang me back, and I was like, "Is is steaming better?" <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. as always there were followed like an hour long chat of, <laughs> yeah. of, of how and why and the benefits yeah. and i was like oh well oh well i better steam my veg then so right. I good i always well, steam my veg so not I'm only not, I'm not gonna discredit not gonna discredit him in any way but no. i haven't necessarily tasted the difference between a boiled <laughs> and a steamed carrot but i will go with the fact there may be more nutrition in there Fair enough. So you're esteemed and you like steamed. It's all good. That's nothing about what we're talking about today. It's I'm looking, not. I'm looking forward to this episode because let's be honest, I heard a thing on the news that on average during lockdown, people watch six hours of uh, or consume six hours of TV films and videos on media and stuff. Not so, going to uh, lie, mate. I probably did that before lockdown, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Have you been watching the Olympics? Just a quick Passing I have to, a, a yeah. quick passing to, to last week. Have you been have you found it? We've we've won uh, some more gold this morning. I found I saw the girl win the well, I heard about the cycling, I didn't see that live. I had the TV on in the background and uh, I saw that girl win the modern pentathlon. Um and I yeah, know her the, name's Kate French because I just saw her do it. And uh, yeah, so congratulations to her. Marvellous achievement. They've, so they've been doing well, they've been doing well. Although the commentators are starting to grind my gears more than I ever thought possible. It's like, I don't know if you listen to the interviewers or the commentators, but they've, they've found a phrase that I think they think gets them down with the kids. Right, yeah. And they use it in every single interview with someone. And Which that is, is bossed it. <laughs> Have you heard them say this? Because <laughs> they come with the interview and they come up to me and go, oh, you bossed it there, didn't you? And I'm like, what's this, bossed it? It's, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous and it's so out of place with everything else that they say and yeah. it winds me up. And now, I know there's only a couple of days left, but look, now you won't be able to not hear it because as, as, th- as soon as you notice they say it, yeah, they say it all the time. Even though in the studio they started doing it because when they go into an interview, oh, you bossed that, didn't you? I was <laughs> like, oh, come on. It's yeah. ridiculous. The most infuriating thing ever. What I found weird was I just watched the modern pentathlon for the first time in years, and I would imagine many people couldn't instantly name the five events in the modern pentathlon. You have the heptathlon and the decathlon, which are all track and field events. Modern pentathlon is so weird. It's swimming, it's equestrianism, it's uh, fencing and shooting and running and i was like who decided to put those things together and go that's the ultimate 
challenge to be good at all of those, you know. But anyway, well, it is, isn't it? To be fair, I mean, well, yeah, but what, like, what, why not archery? Why shooting? You know, why not suddenly like have a judo match against someone? Why is fencing okay? You know, it's just it could have been anything. I but don't yeah. understand with archery why they have those things on the bows. It annoys me. Like they've got all these sticks coming out of everywhere. It's oh, like, yeah, it's, like it's the most unnaturally looking archery yeah. competition ever. Um, anyway, so, well, it's sort of loose. That's loosely involved in our uh, topic for today. I think we better get into it because it's a huge, wide-ranging topic. Let's be honest, we could probably devote two or three entire episodes to. But we, we are going to discuss some of the most popular tv shows of all time and um you've done exhaustive research and found a list online we can work through and see if they're <laughs> exhaustive deserving. yeah oh yes see if they're deserving of being on this list before that though let's squeeze in my brilliant brain and your marvelous memories or whatever they want to be called i found this quite interesting we're talking about tv and i've found online a list of the most watched television broadcasts in the uk ever when you actually think about the choice that was available historically and the choice that's available now, one thing quite surprised me. So the most watched broadcast... Is it, hang on, before you say it, is it a broadcast or a show? Uh, no, none of them are shows. The four things I'm going to mention are all broadcasts. Okay. So, I'm going to guess one of the Queen's Jubilees or something because she's been uh, well, around forever. Royal Family is is there. Um, but basically, the most watched TV event in the UK ever is the World Cup final 1966 between England and West Germany, which what? had 32.3 million viewers. Then in second place, Princess Diana's funeral had 32.1 million viewers. Okay, I can go with that. Um, then a 1969 documentary on the royal family had 30.69 million viewers. And what? when you think about all the choice that's available now, and yeah, I get that the country gets gripped by sporting events. So we've had something from 66, Princess Diana's funeral was 97, 69. I was really surprised in fourth place with 29.8 million viewers, is the final of the Euros that has just gone between England and Italy. The what, fourth, out of all time? Yeah, fourth most watched broadcast in the UK ever. Well, that's because there's loads of people just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, that's, maybe it's all part of that to do with it as well. But uh, No, yeah. no offence to the football, you know. No, no, I think you could be right. But people in the UK like to watch major sporting events and like to watch things about the royal family. I think that's what that proves. Well, yes, very true. Now, we are talking about TV shows. We are, yeah. Obviously, that puts me in a little bit of a sticky situation because I've stuck myself with this 150 years uh, (laughs) thing which normally would put someone out. But I decided uh, I would be a little bit creative because I am a creative genius, as we all know. Absolutely. Uh, so what I've done is I have found for my first one the current biggest TV show set in the 1920s. Oh, I like it. That's nice. See what I did there? there. See what well I did done. there? Well done, yes. 
Very creative. And uh, that goes to Peaky Blinders, believe it ah, or not. yeah, of course, yeah. Even yeah. in the US polls, Peaky Blinders was coming up on top. Closely full. I was thinking it would be Boardwalk Empire, which yeah. is a big uh, big thing set in Prohibition times in America. Yeah. Uh, but Peaky Blinders seems to win. They love the BBC America over there. Yeah, like, they do, They literally cane it. Uh, and, yeah, I really do enjoy... Uh, Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you've seen that show. It's a really good show. I'm sure it's going to be in our list later on, so we will talk sure about it. Sure it is, then. yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, same thing. So in the 70s, a 70s-based TV show, more choice here, Ben. What yeah. are you going to go with? What do you reckon? What are you thinking? Mash? Top could TV be, show. Could be MASH. Was MASH just made in the 70s or set in the 70s? I think, I think it was it... set during the war, wasn't it? Yeah, so was it... Oh, oh it was okay. the Vietnam War. Yeah, it was uh, the Vietnam War, so it was made and set in the... Or it was maybe made in the 80s. Um, but I know MASH was hugely popular. I think that, that might be 80s. I don't know. I'd have to look that. That 70s Bottom show. line is... There you go. That 70s show, yeah. Yeah. It is the, the top of it. Although it is the back end of the 70s, that one. But still... Uh, when you look, come up with 70s-themed shows or shows set in the 70s, uh, the appropriately titled That 70s Show did top a lot of the polls. Comedy and drama. Yeah, nice, nice. Tucked in. Okay. So, yeah, I do know, Benjamin, that there is only two authorities that you usually bow down to. Uh, <laughs> right. One of those, when it comes to TV and film, Yeah. one of those is Empire magazine. Yeah. The other one of those is Total Film magazine. Yes. Uh, Total Film, you've actually starred in yourself. I, I have, yeah. 300th yeah. issue. I was photographed in the 301st issue because I got all 300 issues, surrounded myself with them and got Hayley to take a photo of me. Yeah. So, yeah. so I knew if I was going to get a list of shows that you would least likely to argue with me over, <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be from one of these two people. And I couldn't find one for Total Film. So we've gone with Empire. So we're yeah. kind of looking at the 100 greatest TV shows of all time as per Empire magazine. Now, it a must have reputable and historical source. Absolutely. Now, it must have been so tough to come up with for anybody to come up with a definitive list because opinions are always going to differ. We're basically as just going to work, work our way through this list, see how much we know about some of those shows, see whether we think they're worthy of being in the top 100 of all time. I always think... It's quite, well, not easy, but it's easier to pick the very top ones and then to pick out rubbish ones. When you're thinking about ones that are in, say, 100 to 50, they could come anywhere. So I don't know how you quantify where they deserve to be, really. But um, uh, I imagine, uh, does it actually say what the criteria is? I think it's going to be based on uh, viewings, no? Oh, Okay. But I have looked ahead and I have to say, once you get towards the end of this list, I'm heartily in agreement with a, a lot of them that are right up there. And in particular, one that I think is probably caused me the most enjoyable time watching a TV show ever. Um, that isn't an out and out comedy show trying to make you laugh. Um, so we'll come to that later anyway. But um, are we going to start? Right. This may just be, in actual, just to go back on myself, a matter of opinion for them. I don't know. It doesn't actually say how they've been the criteria, but I would uh, challenge a lot of them on viewing anyway, to be honest. But yeah. we'll see. Okay. Well, um, let's let's start at number 100 in the list then, which is a show I don't think I've ever seen, which is entitled Rome. 
Yeah, and I don't think anyone has ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> because I, the, I didn't the, even know it existed. From the picture there, it's got Killian Murphy starring in it. Um, and, I, yeah, I don't know too what, much what, about Hang that. on, what picture are you looking at? The thing on the Empire list that shows... That's a, not Killian Murphy. Who is it then? Well, I don't know, but it's not. Well, I recognise the guy at the front, to be honest. But that—that that is, th- there's no name? one on there. What's his name? That actor. I want Ooh. to know. What? We'll just Google Rome. Uh, I'm not. Th- it's a different Killian. It's not. Yeah, I'm not Killian Murphy. What the hell is his name? That's going to annoy me. I'll well, find it put, out later. Put Rome into Google, mate. That's usually what helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it, in in Rome TV show would be. Uh, the, the thing there. Yes. Um, James. Oh, Kieran Hines. Kieran Hines. Damn. Kieran Hines. Not even Killian. So no. you're just wrong, wrong on I all accounts. There's a bad start from me there. I've idioted myself right at the beginning. So let's move right. on. <laughs> well, I'm just going to rattle through. So we've got the, the, the back 10, basically. Yeah. So yeah. we've got number 100 is Rome. 99, yeah. Farscape. Don't 98. Watch that. Big Little Lies. Then you got Broadchurch. Yeah, no, Life I, on Mars. Yeah, no, I'm Alan was... Partridge. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Quantum Leap, The Bridge, Community, and Monty Python's Flying Circus. Now that's your first one. There's a lot. There's a lot 91. to dissect there because there is. But um, if we go through them all individually, mate, we'll be here all day. No, no, no. I know. But Life on Mars, great premise. Love the idea of that show. I'm Alan. It was Partridge. a brilliant show. For me, it's funny because. The enjoyment people get from I'm Alan Partridge makes me feel a bit older, but I always enjoy the Knowing Me, Knowing You spoof chat show much more than any of the I'm Alan Partridge. And not that I don't enjoy I'm Alan Partridge and think it's brilliant, but I just absolutely love the ridiculousness of that chat show, which kind of gets overlooked now because of the I'm Alan Partridge. And I guess... I like the chat show, but I like I'm Alan Partridge more. Okay. I guess by going by your background, you probably think the positioning of Quantum Leap is surprisingly low down in this list. I thought it might be higher than 94. Yeah, and just to emphasise, by background, he means the picture I've got behind me, which is of Sam Beckett leaping. Not my background as in I was in Quantum Leap <laughs> yeah. or have anything to do with the programme itself. Uh, yeah. To be honest, this is the most probably the most surprising 10 group or group of 10 that I've got. I wouldn't have Life on Mars, Alan Partridge and Quantum Leap that far back. No, uh, no. Even just trying to think of as many shows as I can. I mean, I could probably list you 100 shows, but yeah, there's, there's no list where I would put those three shows. That Life on Mars, like you said, is a brilliant premise. And not only that, everyone thought it was a brilliant premise. It's been bought out by various different countries. Yeah. Um, there was a series of it done in America with different actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's been series, series, I don't know, series done <laughs> in different places. It was just a brilliant show and a really well thought out show. Yeah, and absolutely. it pretty much put John Sims and um, Philip Glenister. Uh, uh, yeah, Philip Glenister. I nearly said Glenn Phillips for a minute. Uh, <laughs> and Philip Glenister on on the map. To be fair, really, Glenn, really made their career. Glenn Phillipster would have been a better error than Killian Murphy <laughs> and Kieran Hyde. So don't worry well, about it. You're fine. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was yeah, it was a really good show. Really well done for the era it was portraying as well. Because that must be the seventies. Yeah, good point. Yeah, as as uh, time goes on, it must get so much harder. 
to create shows that are set in a bygone era to get like cars that are re- look like they were around that time and you know I always like, think this I yeah. always think where they get who's making these cars <laughs> yeah. like when they have like a brand new car like you you know you see shows that are set in like the 50s they go I've just bought this brand new car and it's like this amazing 50s and I'm like, who's made that yeah yeah well people there must be a whole industry in people that have cars from those eras and keep them in pristine condition for things and then tv well, shows must pay a fortune to hire them yeah <laughs> yeah true uh yeah partridge was uh, i mean we've quoted partridge for the last eight years of working together i think we've just yeah. constantly quoted everything he's such a quotable character yeah it's, i mean anyone who's not seen it uh, needs to go out and get their head checked. Out of all the comedians that sort of have worked as comedians and then created a character, it's got to be the most successful character created, surely, in UK TV history. I mean, I know that's saying a lot, but when you when you realise... And I know he has writers, but basically he became Alan Partridge and made himself Alan Partridge, Steve Coogan. And you think of other well-known characters like... Blackadder or Del Boy or whatever, and they're written, those characters are written by a writer, by someone else. This is a comedic actor sort of embodying a different character. I can't think of anything else quite like Alan Partridge that's become its own entity so successful. I, I think the only one I would say would possibly be as big would be Mr Bean, and I don't even know if he's on this list. Yeah, Mr. maybe. Yeah, Mr. Bean went and made all those movies as well. Yeah, the international like, appeal of Mr. Bean. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. he because he doesn't speak; it's all physical. It was just welcomed all across the entire globe. Everyone has yeah. a version. Everyone has it because it's and it's the cheapest thing to import because you're not paying to overdub it or anything. It just doesn't speak. <laughs> yeah, good point. It's yeah. all physical. Like he's just done so well. Uh, yeah, but you're right. It'd be interesting to see the numbers on it, to be fair, because yeah. I think they, they must be very close. I can't think of another one that's uh, where it's a, a, a comedian who's worked on it for years. And I'm not talking like Gervais doing The Office and that being... No, sure. No, no, no. No, a character that's developed over the end still going. And I do like what they've done with him now in the This Time series that's about, and I can see it, maybe not for everyone, it's sort of a bit the style of it doing it like a magazine show i think is excellent i think it just works so well oh yeah i like it now quantum leap i grew up with quantum leap it was just something me and my mum used to sit and watch i think it used to be six o'clock thursday night we'd sit and watch quantum leap yeah yeah and it was brilliant it still is in fact before you even gave me this topic i noticed uh the other day that it's now on Sky, the series, all the five series have been put on Sky. Yeah. Because uh, I have Sky. So uh, I fully intend to go back to the beginning and watch them all through again. I have them all on DVD, but I'm lazy, so I've never put them on DVD. Yeah. But uh, I haven't put the DVD on. But I saw it come on, like this thing, new thing, Quantum Leaps. I was like, oh, it's got the whole series. I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> uh, I just, it's... Now, this is a show that needs to be remade, in my opinion. I think you could remake this show with an actor now and it still be as hugely successful and popular as it was back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's developed it more of a cult thing now than, than it probably wasn't as popular at the time it was shown. It was more after it got cancelled and everyone went, oh, what you cancelled that for? I was watching that. Yeah. 
and and everyone went mental but this guy the essential premise is a man who leaps within his own lifetime and leaps into different people to put right situations that went wrong so every single episode was a different character well you had the the follow through of the main character but he was playing different people so the the acting chops on that guy i think are phenomenal yeah yeah scott Scott bacula for me yeah 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 just Amazing, and uh, yeah, I think he's brilliant. And he went on to do Star Trek, which I love even more. Well, and then he went on to do CSI, CSIS, whatever it is. NCIS. Yeah, yeah, it's harsh to move away from Quantum Leap, but like you say, if we talk too much about one thing, we won't get through the list. But one thing we have to say 91 is a bit low for Monty Python, and I realize Monty Python's a bit dated now because it was late 60s, early 70s, but. When you think of the controversy of that, how groundbreaking it was, and there'd been nothing quite like that before, a sort of comedy sketch show like of that ilk. I mean, you'd had things with David Frost and Ronnie Corbett and John Cleese and whatever before, but it it just that, that was the first kind of thing that sort of paved the way for sort of sketch shows to go into the mainstream and the sort of ludicrous nature of it, just sort of bizarre things like that. And some of everyone. So cleverly fact, written. All the people we spoke about, like Partridge, Ron Atkinson, all the people that we love now, even people like Gervais, um, yeah. Peter Kay, all the, the the comedians that are coming now. I don't think there's one that would ever say they weren't in some way influenced by Monty Python. And, yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. It's such uh, an the, important show for the future, definitely. Ridiculously. And again, worldwide, for not, like everyone knows them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, everyone knows them. So yeah, that is the the low end of the top ten, believe it or not. There's four there. You're right, Monty Python should be included that I think don't belong there. The others, not gonna lie, not seen, don't really know why they're here. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm basing that on a very loose thing. I watch a lot of TV. I am a lazy person who will sit <laughs> and watch endless amounts of TV. So in my opinion, if I've not heard of the show, it shouldn't be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> That well, might sound rather arrogant, but I do watch a lot of TV, and I'm like, surely for it to be in the top worldwide 100, I'd at least have heard of it. Yeah. Well, let's go on to the next 10 in the list. So this is 90 to 81 then. I'll do these. We've got at 90, The Good Wife, 89, Gilmore Girls, 88, Homicide Life on the Street, 87, Narcos, 86, NYPD Blue, 85, How I Met Your Mother, 84, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, 83, Justified, 82, The Good Place. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, The Good Place, yeah. And 81, The Thick of It. Now, there's a lot in that 10 that I'm really not that familiar with at all. Again, some I I know the names of, but something like The Good Wife, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have even known the guy out, Chris Noth out of Sex and the City has been in Doctor Who was in it. Um, Gilmore Girls, I again, I know of it. I don't really know much about it. Homicide Life on the Street, I remember hearing a lot about that. And it's got... Your man's guy, in that. Yeah, Andre Brow, who went into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, Narcos, don't know much. NYPD Blue, I remember David Caruso getting famous from that. And How I Met Your Mother is one of those series that I can watch and I know the general storyline of it and then who's who. I think Neil Patrick Harris, brilliant in that. Um, and is, yeah. everybody, again, not that bothered about it, but I know it a lot. But <clears throat> for me, if I was doing a definitive top 100, Brooklyn Nine-Nine would be in my top 10. 
because I, I was a huge fan of Friends. Then I didn't like any other series until Scrubs came along, if we're talking American comedies. And then since Scrubs, I haven't enjoyed any American comedies, anything like the same until Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I think is brilliant. Um, well, you, you should mention it every now and again, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Justified. I didn't know. I've never heard of Justified. Uh, the Good Place. Again, don't know much about that. And I have to say, the thick of it, I think, is a brilliant, brilliant series. If you vaguely like politics and anything comedic, the thick of it is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, most of that I agree with. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I know of all of these shows. Uh, I haven't right. seen Homicide, Gilmore Girls, or the, 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 the... Yeah, I know of them. I know why they're popular. Narcos was very popular when it came out. I didn't yeah. realise it had stopped, actually. It says it finished in 2017. Yeah. Um, but, the, the yeah, that's done. NYPD Blue, obviously, uh, I thought was still going. It finished in 2005. Yeah. That's one of those TV shows that's just constantly on TV, and you think, oh, it's, you know. Yeah, I never yeah, yeah. watched it, because it was, again, it's an American cop show, which there's so many of them, you kind of have to pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. generally pick one and stick with it, like you're in either a a CSI or an NCIA, you don't usually watch all of them. Yeah. But uh, it did make, like you said, David Caruso did do that. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, I did used to watch because I was a Buffy fan and Alison Hannigan was in it. So yeah, yeah. I did watch a lot of that, but it became very tiresome very quickly for me. The premise yeah. didn't need to run for as long as it did. In my yeah, opinion. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Light Nine. It's probably the worst show I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who watches this. No, it is good, but I do like, um, like Parks and Recreation and stuff like that. There's, there's been a lot of shows in a similar vein that I've always liked. You know, that's uh, something I've never watched an episode of Parks and Recreation. I think I need to get into that. I, lo- I am one hundred percent Ron Swanson. I, I will. He's my, he's my, my idol of how I want to be when I grow up. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the mid seasons, like he is the most, he's the best character that was ever written on a TV show, as far as I'm concerned. I think okay. he's fantastic. Did you know? I did watch a bit of this because you told me so much about Brooklyn Nine Nine. I started oh, watching yeah. Alana, do watch it. I'm not up to date with it because we started literally the back end of last year, just started watching it and we've been yeah. cycling through. All but I, it is good. It all is I'd good. say is if you've not watched it, you need about six to eight episodes to get into knowing the characters and how they're going to be interacting with each other. Once you know the characters, it's genius. It's brilliant. Yeah, Possibly. It is good. It is well-written. Personally, I'm happy with it being 84. I, I, I can totally believe there's 83 shows before that. <laughs> right. uh, whether this is... Well, actually, no, this is wrong because I would put it ahead of some of these other ones. Uh, I'd probably put it in my top 50 at least anyway. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Justified, I did, I know yeah. of it. I really wanted to watch it because Tim, Timothy Oliphant was in the Die Hard. 4. Yeah, 0. yeah, Die Hard. Yes, yes. And there was something about him that I just thought was so watchable. Was I just really in, enjoyed the way he spoke. He was recently in The Mandalorian as well, Series 2, Episode 1 yes. of The Mandalorian. Yeah, he was. I saw him pop up and I was like, and... I, I really like him as an actor. And when I saw this advertised that was coming out, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm really getting into that. And then I just never got around to watching it. So I don't know. Right, but he, right. I, I genuinely like him as an actor. I think he's very watchable. The Good Place, I'm a bit, I'm sure I've told you about The Good Place a million times to go and watch this show. 
Yeah, I think you. I have. I do remember you uh, suggesting I, it was something I should watch. Yeah. So you're telling me that you've never watched it? Well, so no, I it, went and watched. I went and watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. You just didn't do your end of the deal as well. Well, no, no, because at the same time you'd also told me about This Is Us, and I thought I haven't got time to watch loads of series, so we got into This Is Us, and I abandoned The Good Place and never, never decided to watch it. The Good Place is such a good show. Go, go, go watch it. Ted Danson is phenomenal in that show. It's it's just, yeah, in, okay, in, incredibly good show. Anyway, yeah, I know. The thick of it, again, uh, yeah, I love it. But, mind you, 81 does seem high for, for these. I keep forgetting we're only in the second batch of 10. Yeah, yeah. But I've got a feeling we're going to be doing this with every, every 10. I'm, I'm going to have to... Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to what? I like it. What If it was the British sort of top, I would put that so much further yeah. down. Yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. we've got a lot of bigger shows coming that maybe that's right for it in yeah. terms of... Yeah, fair enough. Music. I can see it. And it's only... There's only what... Uh, Having said that, I've just seen... 16 eight, episodes. I've just seen what 80 is, and I disagree with that as well, so we'll see. Anyway. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. Right, well, you, you should take us through the next... All right. Season. Next okay. 10 then. So, number 80, we've got Red Dwarf. Disappointing it's that far up. 79, Sex in the City. Shouldn't be on the list. Uh, <laughs> 78, Peep Show. Good show. Yeah, Cracker. yeah. 77, Cracker. Yeah. Uh, I forgot I forgot about Cracker, actually, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. 76, Dexter. Yeah. Uh, what was this? 75, some of them don't have a number on, sorry. 75, Bojack Horseman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 74, The Expanse. 73, Cheers. Yeah. 72, Angel. And 71, Fringe. Okay. Now, going through these, there's a lot I don't actually know here. Well, I do know. Again, I'm funny about Red Dwarf. I love the premise of it. Anything sci-fi and space always appeals to me. And then when you put comedy with it, yeah, I just can't quite explain it. It was just a little bit too childish insulty i can't quite explain i do like it but i wouldn't say i love it red dwarf childish insulty yeah i can't i, I can't have quite you, explain what i have mean you, have you even watched brooklyn 99 <laughs> yeah no I, I can't put my finger on what it is about red dwarf that doesn't make me think it's absolute genius i do really like it but like i say i don't love it there's some, there's some have you seen them there's some episodes that are just brilliant. The one where they go backwards, uh, back to front world, whatever it is that they're in. Yeah. I've not seen that one where everything's reversed. I think I might have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's not even the best one. There's just, it's very well written. I'm really glad it's come back. And I love how they've made it come back and still kind of made it seem relevant. Yeah. Uh, they might be nudging it a little bit now. I don't know, but. Yeah, moving on, the problem with Sex and the City being there, and it's not aimed at us. It's not aimed at us, it's aimed at clearly women, and clearly a lot of women massively enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, I I have watched them because Hayley really likes them, and I can watch them, I can sort of go, yeah. And it does just seem like quite gratuitously, the producers every now and again went, let's have Kim Cattrall shagging someone. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, they all got to do scenes like that, but it's like she she did it far more than anybody else. I know that was in her character. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I can't claim to have watched a whole episode of it. I, I Fair enough. It, 
I found it quite tedious when I, I watched think it. I binge watched <clears> it during the lockdown. Upsettingly, we're going to have to start going through the list a bit quicker if we want to talk slightly more in depth about the ones near the bottom because we're already halfway through this podcast well, only on 78. To be honest, I'm happy with these 10 because I, yeah. I would put this 10 as the top, as the back <clears> 10 for me personally because I don't really. I've them. never watched BoJack Horseman. I know it's an animated thing and uh, quite like Sim- I haven't. Simpsons it looks and Family awful. Guy. It's like another popular. There's Bob's Burgers, isn't there? And there's BoJack Horseman that are sort of the newer wave of animation that's taken over. But I, I yeah, I don't know too much about it. Yeah, um, Cheers was uh, again. They're making a lot of money out of that these days as well. Fraser's coming back for crying out loud. But, I remember um, watching Cheers when I was a kid, and I I really enjoyed watching it all the time. Yeah, and again, Ted Danson, brilliant in that. Angel spin off from Buffy. Love Buffy, but yeah, I'm happy with that being up there. Fringe right. was a really good show and a really good concept, <clears throat> but again, they beat it to death. Like the proper, it should have ended. This is one of those series where we were talking about where they said. All right, you you got good numbers. Can you do another one? And they've gone, oh, but I've just <laughs> finished the story off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's something that probably should have ended a lot earlier than it did. All right, crack yeah. on with the next one. Right, next 10, 70, South Park. 60, Boo. 69, Scrubs. Love that show. Yay! 68, Northern Exposure. Yeah, again, know of it. Not too much about it. 67, Boardwalk Empire. You mentioned that before. That bit, yeah. 66, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Brilliant. Good yeah. Show. 65, Rick and Morty. Another animated thing. I've not watched too much. 64, I'd forgotten about this. Father Ted, I would put that higher. 63, Mind Hunter. Yeah. 62, The Handmaid's Tale. Quite recent on the list. 61, Black Mirror. Now, again, that's something I need to get into a bit more. I've not watched many of those at all. And um, I think that would, I would find myself enjoying those. What's um, this? Black Mirror. Good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Each, each episode is completely different to the other. So, so yeah, South Park, again, seems a bit low if you talk about, I guess if you, you've got to put it somewhere and there's so many series. But yeah, I do like South Park, the controversy of it. Some of it's ridiculous. Never liked it. Scrubs. I've loved Scrubs. Brilliant. And this, you know, this should be higher. That's an example of a series. It should have finished where they finished it. And they tried to do an extra series. It didn't quite work. But they, the ending of season eight of Scrubs, one of the most emotional final episodes, it, even if I watch it now, it still makes me sort of well up a little yeah, bit. That's what they did really, really <clears throat> well in that show. It was the perfect blend of comedy and emotion and yeah. drama. Considering it was set in a hospital, board. they weren't shy of dealing with death and sort of darker yeah. themes and stuff and still being comedic with it. Yeah, brilliant. So good. I can totally see that being there. And, I will put, I will put I, it higher. When I recommend, you, I recommend the podcast stuff? Fake Doctors Real Friends, which is a podcast now with Zach Braff and Donald Faison that's been going for many, many episodes and they have some of the old people on it and the old <clears> crew on it as well. Bill Lawrence talking about stuff. So it's excellent, that. When you say you think something should be higher up, you mean in the, yeah, closer to number one. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Northern exposure. It's an American thing. I never. I don't even think we had that over here. I do know of it, but yeah. No. Boardwalk Empire. Again, I've not watched it. You like that though, do you? Uh, again, for me, one that should have ended after like season two. Uh, okay. the, yeah. the premise of it was Prohibition, and then Prohibition ended, and it all. Uh, it, it did really. Well. Steve Buscemi though. 
come on. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <coughs> and speaking of phenomenal actor, Larry David, brilliant in Curb yes, Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm happy with where that is. Yeah, that seems to make sense. I don't know much about Rick and Morty. I've never really Hit watched it. any of that. Father Ted, I love. And again, it's so one of the ultimate ironies and a bit of a tragedy that <clears throat> Dermot Morgan passed away. Otherwise, they would have carried on making that, I think. Yeah, but doesn't that really cement its status? Yeah. Because they can't make any more. It's one of those things where you have to love it as it is. And yeah, you know it's yeah that's ruined. a good point, yeah. But uh, would you put that above Partridge? No, no, I wouldn't. No, that's true. And Red Dwarf as well, I probably wouldn't put it above. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, Mindhunter, I don't know much about Mindhunter. I've only just realised that it stars Jonathan Groff, who's King George in Hamilton, or was. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. And the the lady from Fringe. Good show. This is about a detective who coins the... It's a, a very loosely based on a true story about the people who coined the phrase serial killer. And okay. they, interview, they interview a load of people in prison and they try and solve a load of murders. And then the second season, it goes a bit off that kilter. But it, it's a good show. I don't know if they're doing a third season, to be fair, but have, good to watch. I wouldn't you... put it there. I'd have put that well higher up. Is okay. in near nearer the hundred. Yeah, because oh, right. I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know if they're making a third season of it. To be fair, have you ever watched The Handmaid's Tale? Still being, uh, I've never no. watched it. No, no, Alana has. She loves it. She's absolutely beside herself with anger that there's a new season just started and she didn't know it had started and now she's behind. Right. Uh, we tend to find a lot of stuff out via Gogglebox. She watches Gogglebox. A new series starts. They watch her on there and she goes, oh my God, we haven't seen this. And then I'll be like, oh, right now I've just, but now I know what happens because we've just seen it on Gogglebox. Yeah. Okay. Um, Black Mirror. Black again, Mirror. I think I might have only ever watched one or two of those, but a lot of people seem to like that. Mm. Okay, next set then. Go Number then. 60, True Detective. 59, Hill Street Blues. 58. Yeah. It's like bad bingo, isn't it? 58, <laughs> The Twilight Zone. 57, yeah. The Office, UK. Yeah. Uh, 56, House. Yeah. 55, Line of Duty. Yeah. 54, Westworld. Yeah. 53, Prime Suspect. Yeah. 52, Oz. Yeah. And 51, Fargo. Now, in that list, most of them, again, pretty familiar with. Just going very quickly, I would say True Detective. Don't know too much about it, other than it's got Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson in it. Oh, you're um, killing me, Ben. Killing me. I'm sorry. I know it's perceived to be brilliant. Hill Street Blues, I remember that. My mum and dad really liked that when I was a little kid. Um, Twilight Zone, again, something you were a bit wary of watching repeats of when you were a kid. And I know it's been recently remade and everything. Um, the Office, loved The Office. And a guy, the guy who played Gareth in that went to the same youth theatre as me, Mackenzie Crook. I actually knew him relatively well. Um, so I was pleased that did well. House, I thought was brilliant. I thought it seems weird to see Hugh Laurie starring in it. And I always thought his accent sounded a little bit false which obviously maybe it's because i knew it was but yeah i thought it was a brilliant series and again just to talk about people i know line of duty so random when it was revealed ian buckles was h in the final episode because that Awful. guy nigel boyle um i, I know him quite well i know laney his wife very well and um yeah i know nigel really well so that ought to give him a springboard to have more acting success 
Westworld. But I, do you want to be known as the guy that everyone everyone hated that storyline? <laughs> yeah, I know that's the only shame of it. Yeah, that a lot of people thought it was a bit of a cop out ending. Um, Westworld, I really like. First series, brilliant. Second series, it went a bit up its own arse and got a bit too convoluted and difficult to explain. They kind of saved it a bit with the third series, and I did quite like the third series again. Um, Prime Suspect used to watch every now and again. I know it made Helen Mirren a star. Don't know too much really about it. Oz, don't know anything about Oz. And Fargo, again, I remember the movie. I've not watched any of the series. Uh, I don't know anything about Oz. I'm not too sure what that is. I didn't realise Martin Freeman was in Fargo. I know of the TV show, but I didn't realise he was doing it. Colin yeah, Hanks yeah. is in it as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Uh, Prime Suspect, no, I didn't watch any of that. We have, although Craig Fairbrass is in it, just seeing. Yeah, I've just seen picture. Yeah. Uh, although we have just started watching, Alana's had a bee in a bonnet about Silent Witness. I don't think it's on this list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah. started in 1996. So we started at season one, and it is a hard watch, right? Yeah. yeah. Just in terms of like styling, the scripts, the storylines, right. it's quite weird. But those kind of shows are in the heart. I wouldn't put any of these where they are. I'd put these a lot near 100. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, Line of Duty, I'd probably keep down there, but they did spoil it with that ending. Yeah. Uh, House was amazing. House should be much nearer number one. Yeah, I think House could easily be top 20. Yeah, definitely. Okay, the next top 50 we're into now then. 50, my all-time favourite. This should be in the top 10 for sure. Yeah, how this is 50, I can't believe it. Uh, 49 is Spaced. Brilliant. Uh, 48, Arrested Development. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. Then yeah. we've got Star Trek Deep Space Nine at 46, The Americans at 45, Fleabag yeah. at 44, yeah. Faulty Towers at 43, yeah. Stranger Things at 42, yeah. and The Office US at 41. I think, uh, it's, it's first of all, it's weird to us. Is it because we're British? If the British original is put lower down in the list or higher up, if you... Uh, popularity than uh, the American remake of The Office. That's a bit weird. I think it's just because they made so much of it. It went on forever, didn't it? Yeah, mean, that, yeah, that, yeah. That was a long-running series. That must sure. have made Ricky Gervais so much more money than the English version. Oh, yeah, of course it did. Absolutely <laughs> ripped it off. Fools and Horses, um, cannot believe that is number 50. That is no, That would be in my either. top 10, possibly top 5. So brilliantly written, that series. Brilliant. Yeah, it has to be for me. I think it is one of the best. And um, uh, quite excited that I now get to go see the stage show in a couple of weeks. Ah, uh, yeah, with Paul Whitehouse. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, thank you to... Uh, my best man who uh, had a spare ticket. Ah, brilliant. Uh, Arrested Development, good show, kind of trailed off. I mean, I haven't watched I've always liked new... Jason Bateman in anything. I think he's, he's phenomenal. I, yeah. I gen- I, I'm overusing that word, I know I am, but I just think he's the... brilliant. Yeah. Him and Ryan Reynolds, I just think they're fantastic actors because they've got the perfect mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday Night Lights, don't know. Star Trek, happy with that being where it is. Fleabag, I can't get on board with these shows at the minute, and I don't know why. I know um, Hayley watched all of those quite quickly and said it is brilliant, and I've never sat down uh, to watch it. I know it's Alana made did as well, yeah, and she said it's brilliant. It's and made I'm happy Phoebe Waller Bridge a huge name and scriptwriter and in demand for all kinds of things. So, but yeah, I think it's the sort of thing I should watch. And 
find out what all the fuss is about. Don't know again if it's geared towards women. Uh, I mean, apparently the opening scene is they're having anal sex, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If the, I just don't know. I don't know if it's my kind of thing. Again, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I'm there's something sure. on this list that's a bit of a shame to admit. Well, first of all, Faulty Towers could be high, but I think that kind of makes sense now with how dated Faulty Towers is. I, I think that's about right. Um, I've never watched Stranger Things, and a few people have said they can't believe I've never watched it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I watched the first season, thought it was really good. Second season, I was, again, same with Westworld. I was a couple of episodes in, I thought, what is... I don't understand. <laughs> Me personally, I, I kind of fell out of love with it. Um, Fair enough. I, I'm happy for people to like it, but I won't put it above Only Fools and Horses. And the US office is, well, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Okay, right. Let's get into the top 40 then. So at 40, Hannibal, 39, Killing Eve, um, 38, Firefly, 37, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 36, the original Star Trek, William Shatner and all that lot series. 35, Sons of Anarchy, 34, Frasier, 33, Six Feet Under, 32, MASH, and 31, ER. Again, I wouldn't disagree with much of that. Um, Hannibal, I've not watched. Uh, Killing Eve, yeah, again, I've seen a couple of those, and, and I understand. It's just difficult having ones that are still being made in this list because they can. you can usually tell more about it in sort of, as it goes as, into nostalgia. I've, with I've watched Killing Eve. The first season, I think, is a brilliant idea, brilliant concept. And then it really gets up its own arse. Like, right, the last yeah. few seasons, just... That last season I just watched, I just... I don't know if it's three or four or whatever. It, it, oh, it was... Yeah. <laughs> I've only just <laughs> realised from this photo of Firefly that that's Gina Torres, who's in Suits as well, which is a series yeah. I really like. Um, this is cult status, Firefly. I think they're trying to bring it back. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was one of Whedon's one, although Whedon's not having good press at the minute. But No, no. It was, uh, yeah, a big one. But again, I would have put that nearer the hundreds. I wasn't into it. Fair enough. I've, I've never seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, although I can see it's got Charlie Day from Horrible Bosses in that, which I, I, I liked yeah. him in And that. Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know much about that. <clears throat> What about, what are your feelings on the original Star Trek being at thirty six? Uh, I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm, I'm a Trekkie, so I'll have any of the the Star Treks up there. Fair enough. Sons uh, of Anarchy yet. Yeah. Frasier now. Sons of Anarchy is amazing. Have you seen it? No. It watch. Oh, uh, Haley might not like it, but Sons of Anarchy is a brilliant, brilliant show. And they've okay. got a they've got a spin off called Mayans. Oh, it tells you that Mayans MC. Right. which I want to watch as well. Yeah, but go on. Frasier, yeah, a lot of people love Frasier and think that's genius. Uh, your best man told me a story about Kelsey Grammer whilst Frasier was being filmed, which sort of tainted it for me a little bit. And uh, if, that's, yeah, if that's true, then that's a shame that he didn't often turn up on the set and would just turn up for the takes and stuff. Yeah, um, it was a big... I don't know if he's like that now, but during the filming of that, he was a mass alcoholic. Yeah, six feet under. Again, no of it, never watched it. MASH. <clears throat> I appreciate it was big at the time. It doesn't really appeal to me, MASH. And ER, yeah, I watched a few ERs and know it made careers for George Clooney, Anthony Edwards and people like that, you know. And uh, Yeah, a lot of people came out of that really, didn't it? That was big. Yeah, yeah. Crikey, that went on for quite a long time. It? Right, unfortunately, let's move on. Otherwise, we won't right. a lot of time. Number, right. th- number 30, another favourite of mine, Black Adder. Yeah, I'd have that higher, but yeah, go yeah. on. 
29, The Shield. Yeah. 28, The Walking Dead. Yeah. 27, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Uh, 26, 30 Rock. 25, yeah. Sherlock. Yeah. 24, Chernobyl. Yeah. 23, Parks and Recreation. Oh, it is in there. Didn't give us. Uh, 22, 24. Shame it wasn't 24. Yeah. <laughs> 21, Seinfeld. Right, oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, again, I, I love most of these shows. I think that's the first list where I've watched all of them. Um, yeah. Although at Better Call Saul, I've not actually watched them. Obviously, it's the spin off of Breaking Bad. Um, and he recently had yes. heart issues, didn't he, Bob Odenkirk? Um, but he seems yeah. to be okay. He collapsed yeah, on the set, apparently. I want to see his new film. He is he's a brilliant actor as well. That's yeah. a good show. I would have under again, this is, is this British bias, but I would have Blackadder slightly higher than 30. I'd probably have it in the top 15. Um probably I wouldn't have the shield as low down as my or 30 rock, probably. Those would be my only two out of there. Sherlock was Walking Dead, brilliant. I know of it. Again, I've never watched an episode of The Walking Dead. I just know the premise and know that <clears throat> Andrew Lincoln is Rick Grimes. Um, if he's still alive in it, I don't know. Um, uh, last I saw, it was unknown. But uh, there's like I think I'm about a series and a half behind because we got to a point where we just stopped watching it. it becomes a bit samey. Yeah, uh, the only okay. one I haven't watched on here is Chernobyl. I don't yeah, know. I've not watched that. I've heard good things about it. I did like the Have Benedict mm. Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman Sherlock series, though. I loved it. It's amazing. Yeah, brilliant. That, that first, the first two, three seasons. Well, the first two seasons, the writing is yeah, it is brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, loved it. Parks and Recreation so much higher than Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That is a. Now, I, got a <clears throat> I know that made Chris Pratt a name, didn't it? And people like Amy Poehler and stuff. And it yeah. did. And the the guy in the back of that picture with the check shirt and the tash—that's Ron Swanson. That's who you want best to character, best yeah. character, almost partridge-esque in the way he talks. To right, people. right. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. I will. I will get into that. I definitely will. Twenty-four. I, forgot about twenty-four, well, man. That. that was, that is one of my all-time favourite series. Yeah. The, only, the only problem with it as it went on is how many crap days can one bloke have, you know, and actually keep surviving by the skin of his teeth. And it's like, if they'd have finished it after about seven or eight series, it would have been phenomenal. And they did try and bring it back with new character, new main character to focus on that wasn't Kiefer Sutherland. And whilst I still enjoyed that, it wasn't quite as good, but... What a brilliant premise. And I loved that. I just loved that series. I think it's brilliant. Did you watch uh, Designated Survivor with him in it? No. No, that's a good show as well. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think. But yeah, you're right. How many bad days can they have? They tried to revive it with that legacy. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't a winner, to be fair, sadly, for the people who did it. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Seinfeld, I haven't yeah. watched a lot of it, but I appreciate why it's massive. Right, top 20 then. Here we go. 20. Let's do it. The X-Files. 19, Peaky Blinders. 18, Band of Brothers. 17, Star Trek The Next Generation. 16, The Leftovers. 15, Deadwood. 14, Battlestar Galactica. 13, Mad Men. 12, Twin Peaks. And 11, The Simpsons. Now, firstly, maybe you'll say this is outrageous, but I have never heard of The Leftovers. Outrageous. Right. Absolutely okay. outrageous. <laughs> uh, neither have I, to be honest. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's there. Uh, yeah. I have heard of Deadwood. I don't know why that's there. This is, yeah. the, this is the worst bit now, this top 20. This is, the, yeah. this is unthought of. I would not. Uh, I would not put Deadwood anywhere near there. And 
again, I love the X-Files. I think, it, again, it was a brilliant idea at the time. They have sort of tried to resurrect it, or they did do it a few years ago, didn't they? Um, that's probably deserving. I've, I've never watched Peaky Blinders. I know everybody thinks it's phenomenal. Uh, now, that's Killian Murphy. Uh, that is. <laughs> oh, Peaky Blinders is brilliant. Yeah. They yeah. just said the last season's the next season, season six is going to be the last one, and then they'll probably do a movie out of it. Ah, okay, uh, right, right. <coughs> the one Band that of played Brothers Polly never just watched, died. Can't remember her name. Never watched Band of Brothers too much. I'd again and know of it. I love I've, I've watched Band of Brothers once, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And then I tried to get my dad to watch it, and it's the last DVD set I bought him before he died. Oh wow. And wow. After he died, I collected it back. It's still in its cellophane, unopened, sitting on my shelf up here. Uh, uh, so I can't actually watch that series again, but I remember it being... I should sit and watch it again just because I remember it being so good. I didn't realise the actors that were in it, though, because in that picture... Yeah. Uh, there's who is it there from Homeland. What's it called? Yeah, his wife. Name? His wife's just died. She's the one from Peaky Blinders. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, I've forgotten his blooming name now. I didn't realise yeah. he was in it. But yeah, I should watch that. Um, yeah, and Star <clears> Trek, <throat> I, I always, this is possibly outrageous for Trekkies, but I always preferred Picard's Next Generation to the original Star Trek. Um, yeah, well, me too, because uh, he's a Huddersfield man. Yeah, sure, sure. And I, yeah, I think that's probably about right for that. The Leftovers, bizarre. I don't know. Deadwood, I know Ian McShane was in it, and I still think of him as Lovejoy, so it's weird to think of him as a hard man. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about <clears> that. Why Lovejoy on here? <laughs> Battlestar Galactica, never watched it. I mean, I remember I the ne old I never will. Never will. Why no, is it here? I can't believe it's that Yeah. And it also, possibly outrageously, I've not watched Mad Men. I just know a lot of people love it. So when you said, should we do a, t should we do a podcast about TV shows, did you yeah. fail to mention that you'd not watched any TV shows? Yeah, but see, I was originally thinking we'd just talk <clears> about ones that occurred to us, not go through a list that has been put together oh, okay. for popular ones, because there will be ones I don't know about. Um, Twin Peaks, yeah, I remember the controversy of that, and it was all very weird, wasn't it? David Lynch and just making it all bizarre, and you're not quite sure what's going on. What was the controversy? I can't remember. What in Twin Peaks? It was yeah. a who done it sort of mystery, wasn't it? Someone had died, and you weren't quite sure how it had happened, who had done it, and whatever. And what? And they kept that going for nearly twenty years. Well, no, it was just it finished, and then it was brought back, wasn't it? It sort of it was off the screens for 20 years. I, t I can't, I just can't remember all about it. When you're talking about longevity, the Simpsons is unbelievable that it's been going, you know, 32 years, isn't it now? Incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, it is a surprise that it's been, a, is it as popular with kids now or is it still just adults that have grown up with it? who won't let Yeah, it maybe it's, I don't think it's as popular with kids because there's other choices. But let's move mm -hmm. on. Cause we've only got, <clears throat> six or seven minutes to talk about the top okay. 10. Is it me? Go for it. It's falling uh, to you. Let's do it. Top 10. Number 10, Doctor Who. Good choice. Yeah. Number nine, bad choice. Lost. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, good choice. Are you getting my subliminal messages? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, odd choice. The OA. Yeah. Uh, number six is it six yeah. the west wing yeah number five friends yeah number four the wire yeah 
And number three, The Sopranos. Yeah. Number two, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And number one, Breaking Bad. Now, let me say my piece first, and then you can add to it. (laughs) Doctor Who, I kind of, yeah, I love Doctor Who. It's sort of gone off the boil since Chris Chibnall, as far as I'm concerned, but I do love the premise of it, always loved it. Lost, never watched an episode of Lost, knew the premise, and I understand everybody thinks it's got a disappointing finish. Uh, Buffy, yeah, I loved Buffy, probably not as much as you, but I did always enjoy it. I have no idea what the OA is. Uh, Bizarre for me that there's something in the top 10 that I've never heard of. Uh, The West Wing, brilliant. Yeah, again, not got into it massively, but I've watched a few of them. Friends, one of my all-time favourite series ever. think it's genius. Um, The Wire, again, I've watched a few of them. And yeah, it's quite gritty. It's sort of, I know it made Idris Elba a name. Um, The Sopranos did the same thing for James Gandolfini, a brilliant series. I would agree with number one. I'm not sure because I think, Game of Thrones, for whatever reason, whether it's because they were commissioned to do a Star Wars trilogy and then gave up on it, or it's like they couldn't have dropped the ball anymore with the end of a series that ought to have been as remembered as the best series of all time. The ending was so much of a what? I, I just, I was so let down by the end of that. Uh, Breaking Bad, I think, is absolutely phenomenal. I think it's the last episodes of those of that series the last sort of four or five episodes are just brilliant and they rounded it off in such a brilliant way it was i was very satisfied by it but over to you uh yeah no uh as the top 10 goes it's a bit hit and miss for me uh doctor who love it definitely deserves to be there lost i watched it I hated it, loved it, hated it, loved it. And overall, <laughs> think it was a big waste of time. Uh, again, because they just didn't know how to end this thing. So, yeah, And yeah. I think they were a big victim of, can you just do another series? Yeah. Uh, that victimology is a, is a bit weird. Uh, Buffett loved it, definitely my top 10. The OA is good, okay, very good. But why it's there in the top 10, I, I question why it's in the top 10, especially considering it's ended. But uh, Jason Isaac's in there. It's, it's a very good thing. of twi- It's a very twisty sort of yeah. thing. I like things. West like Wing. Twist, maybe I'd I have, yeah, I think you would enjoy it. I think anyone would enjoy it, just whether it's top 10 or not, I don't know. The West Wing, uh, I have to admit, I haven't really watched any of it, but I know it exists. It's there. Friends, totally agree. One of the best ever. Always will be because it's just never going to stop being shown. Yeah. The Wire, again, uh, watched a few, but I probably need to give it another chance. The Sopranos, I never watched. Uh, yeah. I but I understand why it's there. I think people love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Game yeah. of Thrones, completely agree. They're completely shot themselves in the foot with that bad, horrific ending uh, and Breaking Bad, absolutely loved it. Quite happy for it to be there. What's your feelings towards the prequel of Game of Thrones that's coming up? Well, I don't know too much about it other than they're making one. I mean, I hope... It's, it's set, got Matt like, Smith in it from Doctor Who. It's set a long time in the before, isn't it? It's like hundreds of years before what's supposed to have gone on in Game of Thrones, I think. Um, and I, I, yeah, I like it. It took me a while to get into Game of Thrones. It's so complex with so many characters that are interrelated and vying for power and whatever. It takes you a good sort of series and a half to really understand all the workings of it, the politics of it, and to get so invested in it. And there were so many moments throughout it that were like, oh, my God, moments, even right up to the last series where Arya Stark 
and the Night King have their final battle or whatever. And and then the ice dragon, the zombie dragon and stuff. And you're like, oh my God. And they were just, I just felt they ought to have been, I could have come up with a more satisfying final two episodes. I, you know, and they were the yeah. right. Well, I think anyone could have, to be honest. Yeah. And so just a funny. quick shout out to a couple of shows that, given what that list is, I think these should be in there, but things like Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should be in there. Yeah. The yeah. Ar- Arrowverse, none of them was in there. So Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, any of them. The DC, yeah. uh, the Marvel ones like Daredevil and Jessica Jones, which yeah, really yeah. took off for the Marvel series. <clears throat> But going away from the superhero stuff, Ozark, which is Jason Bateman again, which is yeah. phenomenal, and I don't know why that's not on there, considering this list was written this year. But the biggest one I've just noticed, uh, which wasn't on my list, but I have noticed it's not on their list, is Family Guy. Yeah, because that's a surprise. Family Guy, I would think, is far better than Ricky and Morty and, and even better than The Simpsons. I, I think, think Family, Family Guy, Guy is, is clearly aimed at an adult audience, but actually the writing on it, the little asides in it, the, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'm su- really surprised that so many things are on that list and Family Guy isn't because Family Guy is brilliant. It is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand why Family Guy is not on there because to me that is much better than The Simpsons and all those shows. And also something like The Mandalorian for me. Um, I was just, yeah, that's the other thing I thought of, but I didn't have time to write it down. The Mandalorian's not there. Yeah, and considering, all right, I can appreciate there are some people that may not feel the same about it, and Star Wars fans is a huge thing. But what they did with the end of season two, it kind of, <laughs> because it's widely kind of accepted now that the Disney sequels weren't quite all that and not that satisfying with where they took the characters. And to get you to feel how it made you feel at the end of season two, if you're a Star Wars fan, what they did, the showrunners for that, Dave Filoni and John Favreau, absolute genius, brilliant. It was brilliant. And again, yeah. what about, I mean, fair enough, it wasn't out then, but I would still add like your your other Marvel shows, like your WandaVision, yeah, Falcon, yeah. Yeah. Loki. Loki. Loki is brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, I loved Loki, but WandaVision. But I don't think Loki was out when that list was done so such a I'll, clever I'll concept one division to get you to watch a series and it you know you have to stick with it to find out more and it's so bizarre to begin with and then for a series to develop like that i think that was such a clever idea so I, yeah that would probably deserve to be there for me definitely yeah so the list was good it was empire's list not our list yeah. Uh, I don't know if we dare sit down and make a list. Um, I think we'd have a lot of argument. That would be proper feud for thought if we were trying to agree on some sort. Well, we were supposed to. We spend a lot of time agreeing with each other. We're supposed to find something to argue about. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to come up with our definitive top 10 and that that could take a couple of podcasts of arguing. Definitely. <sighs> I think you can't do if If you just do all TV shows, it's too broad. It'd be easier to categorise them as comedy or drama or sci-fi or something, you know. Well, that's just then you're just going to end up with 100 shows. You're just going to have <laughs> yeah. one for each category. It makes it yeah. pointless. Okay, right, you're strict. Right, well, that's something we can discuss another time. We're kind of over time, really, but it was always bound to happen with a thing like this. If you'd like to comment in on anything we've talked about, if you think we've missed out some shows that weren't in this list that we haven't mentioned as well, tweet us at Feud Thoughts. So remember, the name of the show is Feud for Thought, but our Twitter handle is at Feud Thoughts. And a huge thanks to Chris, who, thanks to Chris, who did tweet us and say he thought it was very funny, your revelation of the light bulb colours. 
So, uh, yeah. Yes, and also a little dig that we don't tweet enough, apparently. But uh, we'll, uh, we're going to get better at this. We are, we are determined. But see, to, if you do uh, tweet us, you will get mentioned on the podcast. It's happened now. Yeah. That's proof. There you go. So, yeah. But, uh, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap this up. But thanks for tuning in. Check out all our other episodes. Subscribe, and then you'll be the first to hear of our new ones drop as well. And uh, message us on Twitter. But as for now, for myself, Ben Simmons, and my as ever esteemed colleague. Me, Martin Hill. It's bye for now. We'll see you all soon. Bye-bye.